All right, ready? Yeah. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm a certified qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Michelle. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show coming at you from the Pico U Center in the city of Santa Monica. Sitting across from me is my co-host. American Indian, elegant, barbarian, Southern Californian. Yeah. Here yeah. to fuck it all up once yeah. again. Come on. Lonely nights Come on. I put pen to paper with the paper to pen. For the times I'm rocking a mic in front of women and men. I get raw like Eddie, rough like Freddy. Kruger with a Luger turn a man and blueberry hill. On sound. Oh, blue eyes. Yeah, Sean Lewis. Certified audio professional and your engineer for the one and only Hard Luck Show. Look all the games that are 1984. Yeah. And let's not forget our showrunner, Extraordinaire. Yeah. Schwartz. What's up, fellas? So I, oh, I got a different, uh... Oh, what, what? I can deal with this Nem shit. Baby Nems. Bing bong! Bing bong! Bing bong! Boom! Bing bong! Friend of the show. Friend of the show! Bing bong! Stupid. What's up, fellas? Bing bong! And then we got Bing Bong. We got on visuals. We have Ali in the house on visuals. Ali is in the house. Ali is in the house. Ali Baba and the Forty Thieves. 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 Ali Baba and the Ali Baba in the house. Ali Baba in the house. Pass out. Yeah, Ali with the visuals. You already know. That's right, Ali. <laughs> you already know. You already know. All right, you know what time it, it is. Hey, you already know what time. Hey, Ali, who are the forty thieves, bro? I've always wondered that. I don't know. <laughs> He's working on that. Okay. All right. Um. And. You have a uh, guest. Long. Family member of the show. Yes, Jesus. right, right. And we got Instagram. Jesus, right here we go. Instagram. Westside bad boy killers. You know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, fuck your bitch in the click you claim. Come on. When we ride, come equip with game. Come on. Come on, Jesus. We know the rules. Hey, can I ask a weird question? I don't Classic. even know. Yeah, yeah. It, I feel like a lot of Latinos are super fans of Tupac. Well, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Like a I mean, lot. Isn't everybody yeah, a super are. fan of Tupac? I guess it is, but what is yeah. it about Tupac yeah. that supersedes like normal? Well, Easy had that too. That's true. But Easy <laughs> fucked with all. You gotta remember, you guys. Easy really fucked with Chicanos. He did, bro. Even his own people will tell you he rolled with Mexicans. The Mexicans were riding with him. Mexicans were doing all his cars, his whole style, everything. Right. You know, um, so I think there was an affinity, but man, Pac was that good, and he was sampling music 
that um, um, that really resonated with black and Mexicans. I mean, a I lot even know like a soul and a lot, a lot of like he was sampling a lot of music that was real influential to not only black but brown. I feel like um, even like a Filipinos, like I, a lot of Filipinos I know are fucking diehard Tupac fans. I don't know. I think Sean nailed it. I mean, a lot of people are fucking too diehard Tupac fans. Do you consider babe, uh, Junior Nims or Schwartz? Do you consider Tupac to be East Coast or West Coast? West Coast. That's interesting. But he was from the East. Yeah, he was from Baltimore. Right? I think he was born. In yeah, New born York. out there. But he's from Marin County. Right, yeah, he grew up up he north. He grew up in Oakland. Yeah, Oakland. Right on. And then he was fucking with Digital Underground? Yeah. Yep. I think put him on. Right. He was like a dancer for Yeah, him. he went to the biggest like performing art school. That's where he, that was a connection I think with Baltimore. And he was also uh he was also studying acting for a long right. time. Yeah. And he did. I mean, he did uh, poetic, poetic justice. justice. Fucking, he was juice. great in that. That's when I learned. Yeah, that's, that's when I learned Both what punani mean, yeah. meant. I never heard the word punani until poetic justice. <laughs> that's how young <laughs> I am. Yeah. When she breathes on her, he's like, I can't, you know, I can't remember what the joke was in the beginning, but he's trying to hit on fucking Janet Jackson or whatever. And she's like, do you want to smell my punani? And he's like, yeah. And then like some other chick came over and breathed in his face. <laughs> <laughs> She was actually the mom from uh, from uh, Boys in the Hood, the one that freaks right, out when Ricky right, dies. Right, 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 right. 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 Did you, Did you know? Did you know Janet Jackson blocked Tupac after the movie? What do you mean? Like, like he thought he was cool with her, uh -huh. and he talks about it. And then he went to call her to just you know talk, to, like I don't know if to kick it or whatever. And she had blocked him, like so he <laughs> he couldn't call her after they made the movie. She. She didn't fuck with that's a Jackson's, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> she's got that documentary that's coming out, a brand new documentary that's coming out where supposedly she talks about everything, but you know she doesn't talk about anything, right? Like all you yeah, want to hear about, about what her brother was doing. That's what I'm trying to figure. Out. Like, come on, man, you knew whatever the fuck. When did you know, Janet? Well, I bring over my friends who were like boys, and Michael just—I <laughs> don't know—he wouldn't leave their side. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine, like, that's the fucking shit. But she's not going to say that. She talks instead about, I remember, Steve. I remember. You called it when Janet, Steve and I, we're, this is how long Steve and I have known each other. We've known each other from when Janet went topless at the Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> and I re Yeah. And I remember uh, Steve telling me, and I watched, that was back when you watched the Super Bowl show. You remember when you used to watch the Super Bowl show? Yeah, You'd be like, what are they going to, yeah, before it became a bore fest. But, and her thing ripped off, and I was in the black chick, so I was super happy. I saw a black tit on the fucking television. I was stuck. <laughs> I forgot oh. about that. Hey, bro, ever since fucking different strokes, I've been wondering what her tits look like, right? And ever since, whoever was that took that picture with her, with his hand, on her album, with his hands on her breasts, I was like, man, what do her titties look like? Anyway, I saw it, and then you said to me, bro, that's going to change everything, bro. She fucked up. <laughs> she fucked up. And I didn't believe it because I was like, it's a fucking tit. Who gives a shit? It's the Super Bowl. I mean, you got cheerleaders down there fucking throwing crotch shots all day. How are they going to get upset about one tit on a Super Bowl from Janet Jackson? But it was the tit that was heard around the world, and there was a whole different censorship. You regime. knew. You knew. I knew. Yeah, but how did you know that that- I don't know. You don't know. Man, <laughs> I just remember that. You were like, hey, that shit's fucked. She, she fucked up. I was like, really? Yeah. Um, What was the show supposed to be? Oh. AB. 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 Do you want to do AB first? Or, or do the drawing Let's first. do the drawing. Let's do the drawing. All right. Let's do, uh, let's do the drawing. We're so doing a drawing. Uh, who's- Who's gonna get the uh, the Instagram live going? Which oh, guy's gonna do it? Oh, uh, I'm gonna have to do it. All right. Uh, well, how does the... this work? Before we get to Instagram, <laughs> uh, can you? Is there any chance yeah, that you're gonna be able to you're get? You're probably gonna have to edit. So at some point, just basically, you're gonna um, like move the camera away as I'm doing this, and then I'm gonna. <laughs> Like you're gonna be doing hey, Susan. Dropping. You're dropping. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Blank one. Listen, this is this is uh, this is listen. This is all being recorded. Yeah, dude. 
<laughs> okay, I got an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. All right, well, this is how we do it on the hard luck show. We just fucking give roll. me the winner. <laughs> I'm starting now. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. You want to do right. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna okay. do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it right. Tell me when you're ready to do. Hey, okay, you we... talk, you, you, okay. I'll tell you when I'm ready. Okay, hold okay. on, hold on. Here we go. Uh, I'm starting the live. Are you putting like a, an, a? Yeah, can you put a message like what it's for? Uh, no. lady. Uh, I can. I guess. I don't know. This is a live. Ladies and gentlemen, a drawing. Uh, Instagram Jesus told you once, twice, three times, motherfuckers, that if you that we're gonna do the drawing today, January eighth. Entries are all in. Schwartz, how long did you spend scouring all of the entries? That uh, it, it took. It took a minute. It took it, a minute. Right. When what did you do? Was there calculations? Did you get drunk? What happened? I think a little bit of both. Um, and I have this cup now filled with um stick house the stick house cups what what does that mean stick house why is it in a stick house cup what is that well because uh this is actually a urinalysis cup i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna when he when we're getting ready to draw it he's gonna bring the cup over towards me i'm gonna close my eyes right and i'm gonna stick my hand way deep in that cup and there's how many are in there? How many were what? there's almost? Why don't you guys a use a hat or something? A little over a hundred. So there's over a hundred. Show that to the camera. What that looks like. I'm gonna stick my hand in there. Hey, wait. Take it around, and I'm gonna pull one of those pieces of paper out. Right, but is it is it a is it is it a so you it's a urinalysis. Is it a clean urinalysis? Like, yes. did we already yes. do that? Yes, yes, yes. yes. All right. Clean. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the infamous Lepke dick in a cup drawing. Right, dick in a cup. In a cup. Dick in, in a, a cup. cup. Dick in a cup. Show them that. Bro. Show. Make sure they get a close up on the inside. All right, everybody. Just so you can see, Schwartz has you know spent a lot of time crafting this contest. You that can he... tell how high tech we are. Oh my at, god! At the Only show. the fucking highest tech, obviously. Uh, Schwartz has got that cup there, right, pea cup. We're ready. ready. And we're are you ready. guys ready? We're ready. It's big Steve's back okay. there. Okay, Steve, close your eyes. A bit. All right, there you go. Up. Close your eyes. No bullshit. Okay, you guys ready? Yeah, let's go. He's having a little trouble grabbing the paper. He got okay. one. I'm grabbing one out of there. Right. Oh, Sean's <laughs> laughing. I don't know why he thinks that's funny. All right. You just got the death stare from fucking. Okay, now we got to. Who wants to open it up and announce the winner? I mean, I got to believe that the person. Oh, you're you going to do it? Up. Got it. Yeah. I hope you can read my reading, my writing. Here we go. Who's the winner? And by the way, he's going to use this as a rolling paper later. SM underscore pirate. SM! Oh, shit! SM pirate, you won! SM pirate, you won, motherfucker! SM pirate, let me see that thing. Look at how high tech we are. Look at that. We wrote it in. Whose writing is that? It's nice writing. That's my writing. Very nice, well, my There were some of mine, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't, he's going to take some credit. Okay. <laughs> SM Pirate, dude. SM Pirate is one to fucking hot box cookie vibes. Yep. Right? Yep. New Year box. Man, that box is worth like 1200 bucks. Rolling papers, hoodies, beanies, fucking bags, fucking ashtrays, pillows. Hard Luck Show shirt. <sighs> Hard Luck Show t-shirt. There's so much shit in that box, man. That dude just came up. Congratulations, SM Pirate. SM Pirate. And we're going to pick it up. Yeah, we're going to have you come in in two weeks from now and pick up your box. Yep. Right. And we'll we'll have that all on the air and we'll get to talk to SM Pirate. Yep. Uh, Juan G310 says, Mr. El Camino guy. Is that the Mr. El Camino guy? Yeah, it is. What kind of El Camino does fucking Santa Monica Pirate have? I'm not sure. Yeah, I think he was school. with one out at uh, out at the Santa Monica Pier and Doc Weiler. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. SM Pirate. You I want, won. All right. I want to give a big shout out to Mike Angelo Photography. Yes. Capper seventy one. Yes. Juan G three ten. Uh, oh, he's showing. It. He's showing it. There he is, right there. On the. Is he showing it? Yep. He's what? showing SM Pirate. Right on. Right on. That's his El Camino. Oh, that's dope. Now he can put that big box he just won in his El Camino. Right. All right, Ro. Congratulations. Couldn't happen to a nicer pirate. 
Hey, you guys are going to see the prize and get, you're going to see them get gifted. You guys are going to see. And the next contest we run, you want to get in on it. Right. Absolutely. All right. So we're signing off from that was the big drawing. Shane, two times. Thank you for the entries. And thank you for everybody that participated thank you for the in the entries, show. The people who bought the Art of War that got entered and the people that did all the, uh, the contest rules. Thank you. Yeah, you much. guys. Thank you. You know what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to maybe pull up the list while we start our Antonio Brown, the show we were trying to have. We've been trying to have the show now, I think, for almost all day. Uh, we're going to go to the Antonio Brown. And while we get prepared for that, we are going to uh, – I'll pull up the list of all the people off the HLX show so we can give the proper thanks to everybody who entered. All right? All right. So now, Schwartz. Yes. Um, why don't you set up the Antonio Brown story? This is maybe the biggest NFL story and the one that caused the fight between the Titans, clash of the Titans. So why don't we get to <clears throat> exactly what it was? Yes. Yeah, so uh, last weekend, actually, the Tampa Bay Bucks were at MetLife Stadium in uh-huh. New York. Yep. It's actually New Jersey, but it's where the Jets play. And uh, in the third quarter of the game, of which he had already had a few receptions, some yards, um, initially all people saw was this guy, Antonio Brown, walking across the field while on the other end of the field they're playing. They're in the middle of the game going on. And he crosses diagonally across the end zone, like probably in from the 10-yard line, in nothing but football pants (laughs) and a cutoff shirt, undershirt. And fucking waving and giving the peace sign to the fans. Was he shirtless? Yeah, he was. Oh, okay. Absolutely shirtless. Okay, I thought he had an undershirt on. Right. Anyways, had that ever happened before in the middle of a fucking professional game? A guy just get pretty much throw his pads off and walk off and throw his shirt into the crowd and be shirtless? Never. Never. How many times did you watch that video? I watched it a couple of times, and at the end, there's a guy that's like filming on his phone, and he gives like Antonio Brown a high five, like on his way out. Do you know what's funny is there were stories after the fact that stadium security thought that he was like a fucking fan that jumped out of the crowd and was like running across (laughs) because he didn't have any uniform on. The best though, I watched that video a lot, but I also went back and saw this guy from like behind the bench was taking a, a video of what happened. Right. And it's got the whole thing of before he took off his jersey and his pads and one of the other receivers, yeah, Mike, Mike Evans, Evans, like trying to yeah. calm him down and he just he was like literally like tell like motherfucker, like chill. Right. You know, like don't be a fucking idiot. Like you're getting paid millions, just shut the fuck up. Like don't right. do this because you're gonna get, you know, gone. So 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 but why is and to somebody who doesn't understand the game and all that so why does this even matter i mean he's a athlete can an athlete just take his shit off and walk off and come back i mean who gives a fuck no i mean i guess they can but who who thinks of an nfl player as doing that i don't know you gotta remember you guys antonio brown is like he's kind of like a physical phenom what is that really good right yeah he's he's so fucking good they wouldn't take this shit out of a lot of people. Right. Antonio Brown is like, he's like a freak out there. And I think that's why he stayed around. Because right. he's such a talented football player. But is Would it you a- agree, Schwartz? Absolutely. I mean, he, yeah. Steve, do you think it's a big deal for a guy that's a football player to like take his pads and shirt off? I and- think it's disrespectful. It's selfish. It's disrespectful to the league. It's disrespectful to the channels that are watching it, the people, the fans. That everybody, like, to interrupt something like that because your little fucking rant and rave. Yeah. It's like like a fucking child. And I think they should put him out of football. After all this shit, man, go fucking play football overseas in Europe or something. Right. We don't need that bullshit over here. But you know what? He'll get another chance. He will get another chance. Is he that good? Hold on. I want to read you this this little um, uh, tweet. It says Antonio Brown needed eight more catches to unlock $333,000. Right. He also needed 55 receiving yards to unlock another $333,000. What do you know what it's talking about? Right. He had about a million bucks on the line. Yeah. One touchdown, 55 yards, and eight catches. Totally doable. 
Totally oh, doable. We, in that we, game? Within that game. I mean, it was against the Jets. And the fucked up thing about him doing that on Sunday and saying it was because he was hurt and whatnot. Hold on. His, him yeah. and his agent had reached out to the team earlier that week requesting that they guarantee his remaining bonuses, which totaled about $2 million. What does that mean, guarantee? Well, meaning like no take away the, does. yeah, whether you get the receptions or not, you gar- you know, you guys owe us $2 million. Tampa Bay specifically has built their roster with a ton of talented guys that could go to other teams and make a lot of money. How they, they kind of get around it is they give them smaller salaries and then they make it incentive-based. Something about the incentives and bonuses don't count against the salary cap in the same way. So they do that. They're like, listen, we're going to pay you guys this way, but we're we're going to be the best and we'll probably win another Super Bowl. So they do that, but Antonio Brown had his agent call and be like, yeah, well, whatever, just pay me anyways. What is the psychology of being that close to hitting those incentives, those milestones? <gasps> then having your agent call to guarantee them and then blowing up because you, you oh, so let's get to the the controversy before we explain it. So, <clears throat> assuming facts not yet entered, so after he walks off the field, Antonio Brown claims that he was injured and he was being forced to play injured against, mm-hmm. uh, and Bruce Arians was trying to get him to play injured. Right. Bruce Arians comes out and says, "That's the head coach," and he says. Uh, I didn't know anything about the injury. Mm. Like, I don't know what he's talking about. The guy was acting like a fool. He wouldn't do what he's supposed to do. And I didn't tell him to leave. I just gestured in a direction like, well, then get the fuck out of here or something like that. And and Antonio Brown took that to signal that you're getting kicked out. So, oh, fuck me. Well, fuck me. Oh, fuck you. And he walked off the field, right? Kind of like leaving the studio. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> but the, sorry, but the issue is, but the issue is, right? <laughs> but the issue is, uh, another person I heard talk, and this is somebody that it might have been on that weird show with that guy with the he always wears a cross on the outside, and he's a sports writer, and then he's he's up with Shannon Sharp. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. What is Skip that? Bayless. Skip Bayless. Skip Right. So I heard them talking about it. I, I for whatever reason I know half of their disputed con- is the name of their show. Right, and I know their arguments are manufactured half the time, not like our show where the arguments right. are real. <laughs> So the thing is, is I was like listening to it, right? And 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 Shannon Sharp was saying like everybody by that time in the season, everyone's playing with an injury for sure. There's no way you're not, and you got to get your ankles and your elbows and all that shit shot up. Shot up with what, Schwartz? What do they shoot these guys up with? Toradol. What is that? Cortisone. Do? It's Cortisone. a it's a high. It's actually an opioid, Toradol, but it's it's basically a major like pain reliever it's a narcotic that doesn't really fuck you up but it does make you not feel anything and, and he and was, it makes you fuck up your injury worse and he was saying there's always like stress fractures bone fragments whatever it is and everyone's playing that way so he was kind of saying that for bruce arians to say like he didn't know anybody was injured it's kind of bullshit like the head coach knows exactly what's going on with everybody because these trainers come up and are in constant communication right so he was saying that's bullshit but he was also saying it even if it was true what Antonio Brown accuses Bruce Arians of, he said, there's no need to walk off the field like that. Right. That's not, that's not the, the move of a stable person. Right. And especially considering that there was a million bucks on the line that he was going to hit. He was probably going to get that million bucks. Oh, easily. Right. And now that's off. And then I've heard other sports players and other commentators say, don't fall for this. Whatever you see in the public as the fight, that's not what's really going on. So I'm not sure what the game, that's why I'm asking about the psychology. What's the end game for either the Bucks or Antonio? Like, is it it that Antonio uh, had some other issue and he just wanted to be... Yeah, he had a lot of other issues, but I heard a an interview by like one of the biggest NFL insiders, Adam Schefter, who covers the NFL. Yeah. He gave an interview and saying that two weeks prior he had heard that something wasn't right with Antonio Brown. Now, given his history, right. You know, that's not surprising that right. something isn't right, but to be hearing noise like that out of the team, those guys know. 
those guys get that type of information from players or staff. Right. So something was going on, and even the comments that Brady made after the game. What did he say? He said recall? we need to have compassion and empathy for him because there's a lot going on right now. You know, Tom Brady's been this guy's biggest champion for lived? the last two years. Yeah, lived in his house in New England and fucking Florida. He moved her in. He moved him in with Giselle, bro. Think about that. Think about that. And there are allegations, allegedly, of sexual harassment and or assault on Antonio Brown, and Tom Brady moved him into his house with his wife. Yep. Yep. What so, do you mean? What do you mean, what do I mean? I mean, there's allegations. He's being sued by somebody for either sexual harassment or sexual assault. Then there's another lady that accuses him, but she's not suing him. Okay? But Tom Brady is bringing that in to his house with his wife. Meaning, like, would you bring somebody that you was maybe under suspicion? Would you have them come live with you? It's interesting. No. It's an interesting thing because... That was also part of Tom Brady's, I thought, last year. That was part of the story of the, like, Bucks' phenomenal win was that they did some— he grabbed, like, obviously, Antonio Brown is a gold mine if you can get him to act right. Right, for mm -hmm. sure. And, like, Tom Brady's supposed to be, like, some kind of fucking alkaline water guru guy. Like, maybe he can <laughs> break through to Antonio Brown, and I think Antonio Brown even said— like, you know, he got me to go to therapy yeah. and I was Tom's my big brother, like all this. Yeah. And it took him 24 hours for him to turn on Tom Brady after that shit that happened with the Bucks. He started making comments about Tom. Oh, I didn't think he was really my friend. But he was my friend because I played good football. That's what he said. And, and that, that goes to what Steve's saying. Steve's saying, like, look, for a guy that's like decent or pretty good, you don't put up with his shit. Right. It's like a hot chick. Like, you ain't going to put up with some shenanigans from one type of chick that you would put up with a hot chick. Or, let's flip it around. Now, Mrs. Earbuds, you know, and I'm talking directly to you right now. You're driving there shaking your head talking about how I'm a sexist, and maybe I am. But you know that there's some hot guys that you put up with some dumbass shit that you wouldn't normally put up with from an average-looking dude. Giving a pass. Well, that's 100%. Antonio Brown. 100%. Right. He's so how talented is he? He I mean if he wouldn't have gotten off the field for, you know, changing teams, suspensions, different shit like I mean the guy just got busted in the middle of this season. He's missed most games this season. He did hurt his ankle early on about week 5 and then he got suspended for fucking giving the team and the NFL a fake vaccination card. <laughs> okay? Like Aaron Rodgers territory. I mean, no, Aaron Rodgers at least told the Packers in the NFL the truth. Aaron Rodgers just lied to the media. So, right. Died him for that. But this guy actually fucking, he actually turned in the fucking cheated, like, you know, the fake fucking homework. Right. But who hasn't? I mean, who hasn't turned in a, a fake COVID card here yeah. or there? Yeah, yeah. So, let me ask you this, though, because I, maybe some people are thinking, like, all right, this is way, I mean, how crazy, what are all the crazy things, right, that Antonio Brown uh, mm. did, right? Yeah, let's uh, hear some. All right, here's the list. Pulled it off Reddit. Antonio Brown Circus Timeline. I want your guys' reactions to this. And any knowledge that gets kicked off, go ahead and run with it. All right. So he did 100 miles per hour down McKnight Road in Pittsburgh, which has a 45-mile-per-hour speed limit. That doesn't sound that crazy. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of fucking jocks on Coke would do shit like that. Does that right. surprise anybody? Right. No. Okay. No. Trashed a condo, threw furniture out of a 14th-floor window, which almost hit somebody, maybe even a child. Even that. Is Normal. that 14th story? That's pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, but we're talking about, like, a celebrity. Like, I don't know. I feel like Joe Walsh. a piece Wal of furniture, bro. Joe Walsh was fucking from the Eagles, was fucking cutting. He was the guy who invented fucking getting chainsaws and cutting it through the fucking hotel room. Yeah, this is a condo. I, I mean, condo, hotel, all right. It's pretty crazy. All right, how about this? Killed a home aquarium full of piranhas. <laughs> And then wouldn't pay the guy. Right, wouldn't pay the guy who installed it. All right, still not that crazy, right? No. All right, dyed his mustache blonde. That's, look at the picture. It's, it's pretty weird. It's pretty it's fucking just weird. bizarre. What is it? What is the picture? Look, I feel like that's a Dennis Rodman move, right? Like a blonde 
mustache. But it looks so weird because it's not even really like a thick mustache, and he's super dark, and it's just like, it's got a little bit of like Demolition Man feel, like Wesley Snipes fucking with his blonde hair and shit. I remember that. Oh, dude, it's a Hulk Hogan mustache. Yeah, yeah. It's like no, a no, black no. dude. That, it's it really like thick. Look at his appearance on, uh, appearance on the shop. The LeBron James show. Yeah. Look at that. Like, just, I mean, when it gets thicker, it's not as bad. It's bizarre. You know what? I mean, that is crazy, but that's kind of like, he looks like Hulk Hogan. He looks like a black dude with Hulk Hogan's mustache. And quite frankly, I I almost am like, okay, maybe he's got a sense of humor. Like, maybe he's just a funny Yeah, it's like when you get a mullet. Right. It's ironic. It's an ironic mustache. Ali, would you get a blonde mustache? Okay, thank you. All right, what about this? Farted on a doctor. How crazy is that? (laughs) You got to see the video, man. You can't, like, just talk about it because it's so blatant, like, just dick move. Right. Like, it's, it's, it just shows you how he thinks about other people, really. You want to get into the psychology of it? Look at how, how it happens. Yeah, but okay, let's get we'll get into it. But remember, there was a woman that was selling her farts to people. People were paying a thousand bucks to smell her farts in a jar. But those people wanted to buy them. Right. So as disgusting as it is, they pay the money, they should have the fart in the jar. He's being sued for eleven thousand five hundred for farting in Dr. Face. Is that what happens? Not in the face, but it's pretty close. The second one. The second one? You want me to play the second one? All right, here we go. I'm playing the video. Antonio Brown standing shirtless. Watch, he gives his boy a look like. (laughs) I don't know. Is that that crazy? Watch. He's not really farting on the doctor. No, he's not farting on him, but. I mean, why is this? He's going, though. Look at the doctor. Is the doctor like a midget? Why is he? He's like, what is he doing? I don't know. He's using some probe and looking at a screen on him. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on here? I don't know, bro. That doesn't seem that crazy to me. That doesn't sound, I mean, dude, I do done worse in supermarkets. Like, I don't feel like. He didn't, like, turn his ass to the doctor and fart. And maybe he's clowning. It's not that deep, bro. I, I I guess, given all the other shit, he's a the doctor's a proctologist. He's used to that. Is he? <laughs> I don't know. I just made that up. All right. I don't know. He's a proctologist. Just the whole thing looked weird to me. Okay. Um, demanded a trade from the Steelers. Is that crazy? No. Yeah. I mean, he he got in. It was a big. It was big news because they were feuding, and there was. 
he was saying some shit about Ben Roethlisberger. Right, talking long shit. Talking right. long shit about everybody. And he was, <laughs> he at that time, the leading receiver in the right. NFL. It was kind of bizarre. It was kind of bizarre for him to want to step away from there. Right. He refused to pay a chef because he thought he threatened him by placing a fish head in the freezer, <laughs> but it was just placed in there to save for later to make soup. Is that crazy? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Okay, threw a fit over Juju winning team MFB and uh, MVP and trashed him on social media. What happened on that? Juju Smith-Schuster, a local kid from LA, went to SC, and uh, he they had drafted him. He's another wide receiver. He's still there now, um, one of the top players, but a few years younger. And he came in, and Antonio Brown really uh, didn't like to see that guy getting any shine. All right. What well, about just some sh- hater shit? Right. Showed up to the Raiders training oh, camp. You missed one. Yeah, because some of them don't seem that interesting. Mr. Big Chest. I mean, why? What? <laughs> explain that. I think he he told Adam Schefter that he wanted to be called Mr. Big Catch, and when Adam Schefter wrote it out, it was he spelled it chest <laughs> instead. So everybody started calling him Mr. Big Chest. I mean, that's not his fault. Is I it? know, but it's funny. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, maybe he's like a really brilliant performance artist. And he's like the Andy Kaufman of football. It could be, but he's fucking with his own money. I mean, and so did Andy Kaufman. I mean, honestly, like, I listen, is it true that he showed up at the Raiders training camp in a hot air balloon? Supposedly, yeah. I think, is that on the, I wish. That's the best thing. Is that on Hard Knock? I didn't know. Oh, you know what? Wait a minute. It is. He showed up to the beginning of training camp in a fucking hot air balloon. That's the best thing I've ever heard. Like, why yeah. not? Like, what? You can't have... You have to decide what kind of mode of travel you're going to be? Yeah. I mean, you, you could pull up in a scooter, a motorcycle, or a hot yeah. air balloon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey. If you got the bankroll and you want to show up in a fucking hot air balloon... Right! Get down with your Are you self. kidding me? I'm going to go to court in a hang glider. <laughs> That's the next one I'm doing. Hey, man, what about already, this? You he already f- wear braids to court. Right. What about froze his feet? What did that... What was that? <laughs> Who one of those, like, deep cryo... Cryo they, chambers. Yeah, cryo chambers, and he didn't wear the foot protection. <laughs> and he, and met, he tried he, to get mad at the place, like that they fucking burned. Right, and feet. he missed like all the practice. Yep, uh, for the Raiders. So he is like Wesley Snipes in that movie. He's constantly fucking up this guy. He fucking mustache, blonde mustache, and he got cryogenically frozen. All right, what about this? Tried to paint over his old helmet, hoping no one would notice. What is that? He wanted to keep his old, I guess, uh, a helmet that they rotated out of right, compliance out of, or right. something. Uh, so he liked the way that one fit, or so, I don't know. Yeah, what the, the NFL, fuck. the NFL upgraded its concussion testing and standards, and so they said to the players, "Hey, these helmets that you guys have been using, some of the veterans, we're phasing them out because we found them to be not safe enough for you guys." Well, he wanted to fucking wear his helmet. There was actually an exemption that gave him like two years <laughs> to wear his old helmet while they found, you know, gave him extra time to figure out. He wasn't the only one, but he was the only one when the plan ended that was like, oh, no, I still want to wear my helmet. It's like, dude, I think you've been cracked in the head one too many fucking times. But maybe but... that's what he's going for. Like, if a man wants to have his own concussion, can't he have it? Where are we at with freedom well, in this country if a man can't knock himself out? You can, but not when you play for a private organization like the NFL that you're going to fucking sue because you're a crippled fucking at 45. Like. No, but you couldn't sue because you assumed the risk by right. wearing a fucked up helmet. But I kind of am, I'm still so far. And listen, I know this is not a popular opinion, but so far I haven't heard anything. It's very entertaining. Very entertaining. And the man is extremely talented. So, so far... I'm like, all right, I mean, that's not that crazy. I mean, I mean, it's crazy, but okay. What about he got fined by the Raiders for not attending camp and then tweeted the fines? Why is that wrong? Mm. I don't think you're supposed to reveal that information. I don't know. I yeah. mean, don't the journalists know what the fines are? No. No, there's an agreement between the NFL and the NFLPA, which they control everything, and so fines are not disclosed. <laughs> Tried to fight... Mike Maycock May- 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 called him a cracker, had to be held back by Vontae's perfect. What are these names? He they- was the GM of the Raiders, right. Mike Mayock. He still is the GM of the Raiders, I believe. And uh, Vontae's perfect was that guy that you saw got laid out fucking by Juju in that video. Right. Pancake. Yeah, yeah he got he got 
fucking ripped by that guy. But uh, yeah, then punted a football down the practice field and said, "Fine me for that." He, I mean, if he's willing to pay the fine, I guess. But he punted a fucking punter in a game. Trying to kick his fucking helmet thirty yards. Did he get fined for that? I I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't. I didn't even remember it. I saw the clip recently when people were like running down all the crazy shit that he's done. Right. It was, dude. It was to like some the weekend song, like "Can't Feel My Face" or some shit, like whatever that song that he sings. And and oh man. You know, the Oakland, by the way, the Oakland Raiders all paid a fine, and I can't remember what it was for, but there was something they were refusing to do that the NFL wanted when John Madden was their coach, and they just paid the fines and didn't do it the way the NFL wanted. I feel like on some level, there's a li- the reason why they give you fines is so that you can choose to say, fuck it, I ain't doing it. All right, let's see. Released a video where he used audio of John Gruden. Who's John Gruden? He's the he was the coach for the Raiders who didn't know he was being recorded, which is illegal in California. For full disclosure, Gruden he said he gave permission, but the generally accepted theory is that he said that in the hope that it would help him get to show up at the facility and not alienate him. Can you explain that, old Blue Eyes? What happened? I don't know. I don't. I don't. Oh, remember. Blue Eyes can't call this. All right. Oh, Blue Eyes can't explain that. Schwartz, can you explain it? Which one was this? I'm the one where he that. recorded John Gruden, and it's illegal. Oh. But then Gruden said, "No, no, no. I gave him permission." Yeah, because again, Antonio Brown's talented, and he wanted desperately for him to play for the Silver and Black. Mm. Right. Desperately. Right. And then he demanded a release from the Raiders. He he was released, and I remember at that time people thought he was going to get snapped up by somebody else. Yeah. Right. And right. he didn't, right? Well, he didn't. What did he do during the off time? Well, there's a great video of him finding out that he was being released by the Raiders, and you would have thought that he won like fifty million. He was fucking running around and dancing like he got his phone. He's like, "Oh shit, fucking grandma, I'm free, fly yeah. like a free." That's what he was saying. <laughs> Let me see if I can pull that up. Can you continue the discussion while I pull up uh, the video of Antonio Brown Kicking saying? The punter? Oh uh, no, the I'll do that one too. But go, I want to see him screaming into the phone. I'm free when he got released by the Raiders. <laughs> um, Sean, yes. is he going to be able to play after this? I don't think so, man. I think he's too big of a headache, and I think that people are going to. Well, most of the head coaches or general managers are going to understand that they probably can't get a season out of this guy. All right, here we go. Let's see what happens here. Antonio Brown finds hey, out. Let me see it. Look at Adam Schefter. The Raiders. Free! Bro, the Raiders. Oh, my God, Eddie! Oh! Oh! Let's go! Let's go! Oh, fucking nigga. Oh! The freedom bell really got me fly like a free. Fly like an eagle. Let's go! I mean, that, he sounds like he won the lottery. That was that after was. he begged. Nobody would give him a chance, and the Raiders and John Gruden did, right. and he used the fuck out of them. Used the fuck out of them. All right. Um, so far— He'll get another chance. Mark my words. He will get another chance. They will not get him out of the league. All it's going to take, even if next year no teams sign him— Yeah. Wait till middle towards the end of the season when one one team that's competing gets a wide receiver hurt. He's going to be the first motherfucker they call, and he's going to be ready, and they're just going to bank that they can get the run into the playoffs and get him through the playoffs and hope he doesn't blow up their entire fucking team and city. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I think he's done. Big Lux, nah. this is like, you don't even have patience for this bullshit. No, I do. I think Antonio's done. I think this is the last straw. Right. But, you know. Um, he's got hey, a Super Bowl. Mark it down. It's, mark I'm it down. He's, he, he's, he's going to get another one. Yeah, he'll get another chance. He's got a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, he got it last year. Think about that. That man. There's a lot of guys that aren't farting on doctors, right, True. showing up in a hot air balloon. Right, I do see sort of hot air gaseous as a common theme for him running around, and they don't have a Super Bowl ring. I mean, imagine if you played your guts out in the NFL, was disciplined, showed up all the time, and for whatever reason, because of bad luck, you never got a Super Bowl ring, and then you're watching Antonio Brown is act a fool. 
but he's got a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. That just shows you that life is not fair. I feel like Ali, like, is there going to be a, a happy ending to this story? Like, where are we going? Um, uh, now, are the Bucks going to be able... Who's going to win the Super Bowl, guys? Is this fuck the Bucks for the Super Bowl? Green Bay is going to win. Does this fuck... I think and the, the, I think the, the Bucks, Bucks were fucked before Antonio Brown. What screwed up the Bucks? Oh, they just had, they have a lot of injuries. Like uh, their other wide receivers are hurt. Their main, like their best guy, in my opinion, Chris Godwin, he's done. They have a, they just have too many injuries, and they're not they're not on that role that they had last year, which enabled them to go. They could still make a run at it, but their defense hasn't played nearly as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I yeah, feel I like see it. I feel like if Aaron Rodgers doesn't win this Super Bowl, he might just end it all. Like he's right on the edge. That guy deserves to win it. Is there a quarterback that deserves more to win the Super Bowl than Aaron? Uh-oh. I see Schwartz's face. He's got one. I mean, he's got one. They don't fucking deserve shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> Jalen Hurts. Like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is a nice fucking quarterback. But, like, he has he's kind Bowl of a fucking ring. douchebag. And he has a Super Bowl ring. Um, I, feel like, I feel like Aaron Rodgers does a weird bunch of COVID shit. And, like, he didn't get hardly any kind of flack. Oh yeah, he did. Did he? Yeah, yeah, he got a lot of flack, and you know. But again, he only lied to the media. It wasn't that he lied to his team or the NFL? Blue Eyes is hearing rumors. He's he parties with a lot with these NFL guys. No, no. So Boomer was it Boomer Sison? Boomer Sison, yeah. Gets a some sort of cryptic message from one of his insiders, right? That says Bill Belichick. You never know. <laughs> Um, that says Aaron Rodgers is going to take a stand and boycott, if they make it into the Super Bowl, he's going to boycott the Super Bowl and kind of hold it hostage until the NFL makes some changes. Because where is the Super Bowl this year? It's in L.A. L.A. SoFi Stadium. Yeah. And we got strict rules for COVID shit, so, you know, let them do it. I would fucking, it would be hilarious. The Packers actually make it and fucking and he doesn't ding bat fucking that ain't happening that ain't happening steve what are your thoughts on on where the super bowls head green bay aaron Rodgers? what do you got man i would i would like to see green bay make it because they've dropped the ball so many times but uh i don't know man the Rams still looking good. The Ram the Rams are looking good. They're actually looking better. They had a big big uh, comeback win last week. You know, my dream Super Bowl matchup this year would yeah. be the fucking Chargers and the Eagles. All right. But what do you think happen. it's gonna be? What's it gonna be? Uh oh NFL man. What's it gonna be? It's tough, man. In the AFC, like the Titans right now have the number one seed. And they've played the last six games without Derrick Henry, who's the best running back in the NFL. But they're getting him back this week. So will they be able to pick up the pieces? Because they can play a different brand of football, bro. They play physical, tough football. And if they can assert the running game, it's going to be a long day for anybody. Uh, the Bengals look fucking great. You yeah. got a lot of different teams in the AFC. I mean, KC that, the, is there. Uh, uh, hey, bro, that's who I really like to see win it. The Bengals? Yeah, because that's my boy. I want to see day? my boy. Huh? Who day? That's their shit. Who right. day is they going to beat the fucking Bengals? But uh, actually, when I was a little kid, I remember the Bengals playing the Super Bowl against the Niners when fucking Icky Woods. That's a long time Long ago. time ago, bro. I remember fucking being a little kid watching that shit, and Joe Montana threw the touchdown to John Taylor in the back of the end zone to beat them late. I, I want to see my man Joe, who's quarterbacking over there at the Bengals. I want to see him, my favorite guy in football. Joe I'd like football. to see them. What about KC? Mm-hmm. I'm not checking for them. They're there, but they got a lot of problems on offense mm-hmm. this year, and the defense has been okay of late. NFC's a lot more wide open. I mean, the Cowgirls aren't shit. Packers, I guess, are looking like the class of the NFC, but... Well, tonight it's coming all down to it. By the time people hear this, they'll know whether or not the Cowboys or the Eagles win the battle. But it doesn't matter for the Eagles for the... Doesn't matter for either team actually. The oh. Cowboys already have the NFC East one, and the 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 um, Eagles are in at the six or seven spot. And it doesn't matter kind of which 
which team they may not have destiny you know control of the yeah. destiny i think the real super bowl is going to be that nfc championship right you think i don't know i kind of like the afc to win win the uh, world the super bowl all right uh the headlines are that five million are going to be out sick next week nationwide breakdown of all services omicron delta it's not necessary i mean it kills some people that are old or they have some kind of for most people are just getting the flu for 10 days my wife is saying that she thinks this is going to go the same way as the spanish flu it's an endemic we're going to live with this until we've all pretty much gotten the immunities and then it'll be just like a flu thoughts I agree. Sean? Sure. sure. I think uh, less people will start dying of it, but more people will start getting it, and, uh, yeah, it'll just be a, a normal thing. Have, Steve? Uh, sorry, go ahead. I agree. Okay, go ahead. Let me ask you a question. Have you guys experienced any, like, anti-vaxxers puffing out their chest recently? Dude, I live in Orange County. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so that's they're all, all They're all, like, all puffing there. out their chest, like, oh, we told you all along it was not, like... Because they're like, oh, only vaccinated people are getting COVID. Well, first of all, I've gotten that, all right? And listen, I'm I, I'm in Orange County, and I'm vaxxed and boosted, right? And I'm not trying to be no fucking, like, a, Her- or like a Hercules in that fucking arena. I listen to doctors, and I ain't tripping. So, uh, like, we just had, and we talked on the show, um, when I got vaxxed and when I got boosted, I didn't get COVID, Right. right? Uh, I did get COVID when an unvaxxed motherfucker, I won't say exactly how, right? But I got exposed to an unvaxxed motherfucker that had COVID. And that's but, how you got it? And my condition was super mild. Like, I didn't even take a nap. Like, I was like, I felt a little bit of congestion, and I had a fever, uh, a slight fever that gave me a headache. Other than that, I w- there was no slowdown in anything in the way that other people have faced it. Now, I know everybody's different. But I'm just saying this. I think in the early part, the government did not know what they were up against. I think they picked overabundance of caution to slow everything down as best they could with what you could do in enough time to give scientists and everybody enough chance to study exactly what the virus is. This is why it was 10 days uh, lockdown, and then they've cut it to five. And I think they cut it to five because after enough study, now they understand, okay, you don't have to isolate for that long. I think it's the same for all the vaccination stuff. And if you think about it, it's like when you get hit, when a country, and you got to remember, it wasn't just us. It was Russia, China, Iran, like our enemies, Everybody was doing the same thing because I don't think anybody had any clue what this was and how bad it was going to be. So they overemphasized it. I don't think that's the time for an individual to be like, well, I'm Superman and I don't have to listen to shit and blah, blah, blah. Because in this instance, maybe. Right. But there is going to come an instance where that might not be the case. At some point, you do have to think about society in a larger whole. So I think they fucking overstated because they didn't know once they got better information they are now calibrating the instructions and yes this is going to be like the flu where at one point a lot of people were dying from it and eventually it just becomes something that you feel sick of i also think we're dealing with shutdowns on levels that we didn't anticipate and we had a brittle infrastructure in the way that capitalism has worked in the last 20 years, our supply chains and everything else had become what they call flexible or they were using right software and AI or, or at least AI supported ways of saying we need an influx right now. And prior to COVID, we had not a big backlog of inventory, but we were pretty much able to dial in order supplies and have it delivered in a relatively short amount of time. When everything slowed down because everybody was taking two weeks out because they were sick, the supply chain showed its weakness and we didn't have backups and we didn't have inventory. And that's why there was shortages and that's why there was all the stuff waiting off the coast. Thoughts on all that? Anybody? Go ahead. It's a lot of information, bro. It's a lot of information. I just think that I, I agree with you that they might have overstated, but if we all remember kind of at the beginning, man, I mean, people were dropping. People are fucking dying. There's still was, a lot of people dying. Right. You, Not, I, yeah. Right? And you're right. But nobody knew exactly what this was going to be. Right. I mean, think about think about those things, especially it started in New York. Right. You know, really. And kind of we all saw the, the footage of these 
huge 18-wheelers that were converted into freezer trucks because they had fucking too many bodies to fucking deal with. Right. Like, that's the U.S., New York City. Imagine um, imagine if it had taken off like wildfire and killed even more people. How many people would be mad at the government for downplaying the, uh, the fucking caution? Now... Uh, you're right. Everybody's right. Now we're moving on to another. Right, who is that? Heidi Fleiss? Heidi Fleiss and, and that other fucking. Ron Jeremy. Yeah, but I mean, they almost look the same now. What the like, fuck? Dude, old age is a motherfucker, bro. Old age is a motherfucker. <laughs> hey, dude, that's 2018. I'm just saying, right, pre-COVID. Yeah. I mean, dude, but what I'm saying is, is like, listen. Yeah, they, they do look the same. <laughs> they do. Old age is so fucked up that if you live long enough, you just start looking like the the like you can't tell who's the man, who's the woman. They walk out of the Love Ranch brothel. I mean, look at her face, Wait. bro. Look at his face. I mean, what the fuck kind of weird shit are they into? Um, the Hollywood madam Heidi Fleiss, right? You guys remember yeah. her? Um, she's angry that someone shot one of her cherished pet parrots with a pellet gun, and now she's leaving. She's leaving Las Vegas and moving to Missouri. She's fifty-six. Yeah, that's how old we are getting. Um, what happened with homeboy right there that shot the fucking gun? I don't know. I don't know. But the thing is, is like, isn't Ron Jeremy like accused of sexual assault? Yeah. What? What's what that's happened? Like a Tuesday for it. him, bro. Yeah. Let's see. Let's find out. Let's find out. I mean, I just don't. I don't know why they have those two together because that's not the headline of the show. But mm. I'll look it up. Um, anyway, look, I, I could run through all these headlines. Uh, Baldwin. Yeah, we don't care. Is he going down? No. We don't care, right? No, we don't man. give a fuck. Fuck Baldwin. All right. Anything else? Duchess of Cambridge. <laughs> Antonio Brown, boy. <laughs> Guys, something else, man. Right, right. Crazy. www.supermaxhardware.com. Right. www.hardluckshow.com. Right. Sean App, movemental.media. Ovando Bowen, LLP. Right. We wear braids to court. Cookies and vibes. And I think that's everyone. Enzo's Pizzeria. Right. Santa Monica. Right. Pico Youth Family Center. Uh, and don't <laughs> forget Cosmic Demise. Cosmic right? Demise. Clothing that's by right. Ali. That's right. Right. It's Ali's clothing brand. Right. Ali, what's what's uh, spring fashion looking like for you, buddy? Are you going to be doing uh, Fashion Week in uh, Paris or what? I want to release new <laughs> pants, denim pants. A uh, few new shirts. I'm going to restock some of my old clothes that are like the popular picks. And then new hats and, and a special event that's going to be happening very soon. All so right. stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll special event. Special mm-hmm. event. Is it true that Vince McMahon has contacted you to start designing some of the clothing for uh, WWE? <laughs> Yeah, I'll be doing the spandex and all that. <laughs> also, January 14th, uh, COVID shut it down, right? Yeah, no, uh, it's all bad show. <sighs> Dude, I love those guys. What are they going to do? What did they say? The same thing? They're getting new dates. We'll right. be out there. Right. All right. Well, we'll this... figure it out. And uh, what's well, the like deal? Like we do, like we do about this time. Adios, amigos, from the Hard Luck Show. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.